Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're here, we're doing it, and the Christmas mugs are out. That's right, I've become one of those people, the people that I have railed against for my entire life. Why don't we let Thanksgiving come into play? Why don't we just enjoy that holiday too? Let Halloween have its day and then let Thanksgiving have its its due, right? Let it have its month. Uh, but no, it just keeps encroaching, encroaching, encroaching. And Christmas is just wearing down the other holidays. It's a war of attrition at this point. It's infiltrated. There's already fucking Christmas decor out, guys. And you know what? I've fallen victim to it. But... Uh, uh, this isn't, I guess, a Christmas one. You know, this is just the nice snowman mug. It's just the snowman mug. But that's where it starts, isn't it? It just—it's a little encroachment. Just a little, little encroachment. You know, it's, oh, why don't you start your your co- your morning off? Your nice morning coffee with a with a nice snowman. It's that's not that's not hol- that's not a holiday mascot. That's a winter ho- mascot. Okay, that's used for whenever there's snow on the ground. Hey, you can use a snowman for any kind of ad campaign during the winter, okay? It doesn't have to be holiday-related. Not at all. Not at all. That's how they get you, right? It's like letting the fucking vampire in the house, okay? You agree to let the mugs come out, and there it goes. Now you're full-fledged Christmas mode. And I've fallen to it. I'm all here for it, dude, because I need the joy, okay? Thanksgiving doesn't bring me the same joy as Christmas decor, okay? Orange and brown and black and tans aren't really getting me hyped, you know, the the color scheme of that. I love the fall, the natural leaves changing and all that stuff. Great. Love it. There for it. But there's something about decorating your house and that stuff that never gets you hyped. Okay, seeing pilgrims at you in your grandmother's house never really gets you super stoked for turkey and mashed potatoes, you know. It's just not the same, and I need to pick me up. So that's why we got the the old snowman mug, dude. I was so pumped when I picked this up, dude. the The snowman mug is a is a nice touch to the holiday feel. The nice touch to just a uh, a nice cozy part of myself, you know. Because to me, a good holiday mug, especially a Christmas one with a snowman on it, it's comforting. Reminds me of my childhood. And that's all we're all trying to do, right? Is reach back in that time machine and feel better. <laughs> I love a good snowman mug, dude. That's what, that's what you put hot chocolate in. It's a hot chocolate mug. You can't drink hot chocolate out of just any ordinary mug. Oh, what are you going to put it in a breakfast mug? You know, one you got from a diner that you stole two and a half years ago from some podunk diner. You like the fucking emblem on it so you're like i'm gonna take this mug and then you're gonna put hot chocolate in that no that's theft okay you can't you drink coffee out of that thinking about it being brutalized by the fact that you stole this coffee mug (laughs) you gotta drink straight black coffee you can't enjoy a beverage out of a stolen mug you just gotta fucking harness it (laughs) sit in it like that but a snowman mug, you buy, it's cheerful, and then you just put hot chocolate in it, and boom, you have warm, fuzzy feelings, and you forget about all about the fact that you have got the five-finger discount on another mug. You don't care anymore. You're in a happy place. I need to be in a happy place right now. I have to. Because the nothing for my sports teams are going right right now, you guys, and that's weirdly enough affecting my mood it's not fun it's not fun i watched the braves 
You know, this is oh, I don't remember last time I talked about the Braves on the podcast, but I talked about them enough, and it's uh, it bothers me that they did not do well in the playoffs, and the Phillies fucking won, and then my friend Shane is very excited about it because he's a Phillies fan. He's talking shit to me, which is fine, all fun, and then I got to root for his team, and then they blow it. And that now I got to root for another. There's something about trying to root for your buddies' teams, right? You still want to pay attention to the sports. You still want to pay attention to what's going on in the sporting world. And like, yeah, I love baseball, so I'm gonna keep watching. I'm gonna watch the World Series. You know, I'm watching that too. Now that the Rangers and the Diamondbacks are in it, and I'm rooting for the Rangers because Nathan's a Rangers fan, so I'm rooting for his team. You know, uh, but rooting for other people's teams does not get you amped. You're just not as excited. You're just like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch this big championship game. It'll be. I'm going to root for these guys unless you've invested in the team as much. It is. It's tough to get pumped. You're just kind of, yeah, we're doing this. We're watching it. And that's what I keep finding myself doing all the time is just watch it. I guess I got to do it two years ago with the Braves in the World Series. So I need to just count my blessings, right? I got to watch them have a good time, win the World Series. That was a fun goddamn day. I stood up and put my hands in the air like I fucking won it. It's victory formation, dude. And then, I, yeah, and then I bought way too much merchandise. <laughs> oh, that's what it does. It, it floods you with dopamine. You're like, I have to buy everything. So that's why. I need to pick me up with my snowman mug, you guys. That and the Niners are playing terrible. Niners are playing absolutely fucking awful right now. Thank God it's the, you know, midway point of the season. You know, they got five wins off quick, and now they're, you know, five and three. It's fine. Everything's going to be fine. It's just, and there's a bye week coming up. Going to get some rest. Things will be good. I'm not going to sit here Monday morning quarterback because I don't know football. I love football. I didn't play football. <laughs> I played flag football, which is not the same thing. If you, I, I think now I, I could actually have an opinion when the flag football starts in the Olympics. I played that sport. I think I could be an analyst for it, okay? I think my two years of playing flag football for the YMCA qualifies me to be an expert in flag football. I think I could have some good commentary on it. I do not have the ability to commentate on college football, or the NFL, though. I will say that. I Any opinions I have are coming from a fucking moron who's never taken a snap in his life. You know? And at least I will admit that. I don't feel like there's a lot of people who talk shit about professional athletes that will. I'd love to, I wonder how often that happens. Because it's basically a giant entertainment league. It's got to happen all the time where some dude who talks shit on his morning ESPN show about these players sucking runs into them and eventually they're just like, yeah, dude, I'm not talking to you. Oh, well do. Oh, and then they're just got to do the thing. Hey, it's just business. It's just business. Like try to do what it's just business fucking thing to get them to talk to him. Be still get the clout. Like, can I still get a selfie for the Instagram? No, you can't. No, you can't. You pompous asshole in a suit. Who's never taken a snap and doesn't know what it's like to have a 300 pound man sprinting at you to take you out. It's the, just the amount of, of even though they say they like handle the criticism well there's no way that doesn't eat at you sometimes yeah so i'm just saying i'm not qualified and i'm not gonna say i know how to fix the niners i fucking don't i don't know how to do anything i just know i want them to win 
I re real hard. That I need to. You know what? I can only control what I can control when it comes to my team doing well, right? My favorite team. I'm not part of the organization. I am not one of them. I just support them by buying new beanies like this one, and sometimes, hopefully, maybe going to a game if I could. If I could get all the way out to San Francisco, I would. But it's very expensive and very hard to get to, and I'm poor. But I, I, maybe it's on me. I got to control what I can control to help them win a game. So maybe I just need to work on my cheerleading skills. Maybe I'm not cheering hard enough from Iowa so that they can hear me all the way out in Santa Clara, California. I need to get my fucking pom-poms out and fucking roo-rah, roo-rah and get fucking into it. I don't know. Maybe that's what I need to do. I don't know. But... That's where we're, that's why I needed the pick me up, okay? So that's why Christmas is coming early in our household and we have the fucking tree up. <laughs> Cuz then I can go sit and look at my Christmas tree and be very happy and just be like, "Yes. Yes, I might not get the gift of seeing my team win, but I'll soon have presents under the tree for me." Yes. Just becoming a greedy little boy. <laughs> Oh, man. Can you guys tell I have nothing to talk about this week? I am fucking rambling about nothing. Wow. This is what it is. This is what this is the show you guys tuned into. Welcome to Not Worth the Time, you guys. <laughs> this is the most appropriately named show on the internet because of that. There, there's literally nothing about this show that is worth your time. But you guys come back every week to hear the ramblings of a madman. And we're here, and we're doing it, you know. I wish I had other fun takes for you. I'm, I was trying to figure out, like, a fun thing to tell you guys. The only thing I got on my list over here that I'm looking at that uh, kind of weirded me out. I want to... <laughs> These transitions are great. Uh, we're. I was watching uh, the new Art Planet series. Love that stuff. Uh, if you guys aren't into Art Planet, you're fucking up, okay? Art Planet is one of the best series out there. Um, and the Netflix dropped a new season of it, right? So you get to see all sorts of cool shit. Um, I love putting that on. That is our planet also. Like, it's good you should just actually watch and pay attention to. Fun to watch. It's also the best hangover show of all time. You just kill an entire frozen pizza after pounding a 12-pack <laughs> the night before. So you make a frozen pizza, you turn that sucker on, eat half of it, and then just turn on the water, whatever water episode there is. doesn't matter if they're talking about killer whales, sharks, blue whales, crabs under the ocean. doesn't matter. Turn on the water episode. You're going to take the best nap, hangover nap of your life, okay? Yeah, you're going to wake up to like a porpoise getting eaten. <laughs> you're going to wake up to the most violent animal attack of all goddamn time. But before that, you're going to get a great sleep because you're going to just be like sleeping to peaceful ocean sounds and um, baby orcas getting, <laughs> get, uh, getting raised and then possibly eaten later. <laughs> You miss the whole lead up. So when you when you that's what's nice. If you fall asleep during our planet and you wake up to a brutalized like lion killing a zebra or whatever, you've missed the whole attachment phase they try to do with that show. Every episode when it comes to showing you like the circle of life and the prey and the uh in the hunted being after get it right? They're they when they're building that story arc, they get you attached 
to one of the animals. If it's a zebra, it's just like, look at this beautiful creature looking at itself on the grasslands of the Sahara <laughs> or whatever. Uh, I think it's the Sahara. I don't remember the fucking names of the place. But, you know, in Africa, it's a zebra grazing in there. They're building, it's raised, and it's for months, it's walking by itself and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, uh, it introduces a lioness, and she's hunting them down, and it gets them. If you fall asleep, you're going to wake up right when that thing's getting eaten. But you haven't had this emotional attachment to the zebra for the first 10 minutes, okay? You're just going to wake up and be like, whoa, that's gnarly, and go back to, back to sleep. There's no emotional attachment, no pulling of the heartstrings, and that's the proper way to watch our planet. Then you don't see the brutality of it all, and you don't feel as bad. You just don't. But they, uh, but they dropped a new episode, right? They dro- or dropped new series. Of them, and uh, there's one that I really thought was funny. They, there's a New Zealand crab, and it's very tiny. It's just a very tiny crab, but millions of these things hatch at once, right? And they're like inland, and they gotta fucking do the f- thing that all these creatures always do. I don't know why every creature has evolved this way. It makes no sense. It's why none, no other species has taken over the earth the way the humans have. That and developed frontal lobes, but that's besides the point. Okay, I don't know enough about that stuff. But they start way inland for some reason. They always lay the eggs way inland. And all of a sudden, one day, they all hatch and they go, we got to get going that way and go towards the sea so we can all go fuck. And that's what these crabs do. It's the march of the fucking crabs for a while and they're just marching and in New Zealand they just this they're just okay with it cuz they just flood the streets like you then people just stop they're like geese in Iowa <laughs> like for some reason we're just like i guess we can't run them over i don't fucking know oh man dude you see a geese walking across a fucking street in Iowa you want to just destroy an entire family you want to take some goose out dude it's time to they've had their shot okay go use the crosswalk learn to live within the society if you're gonna cross the street but no i always heard about the chicken crossing the road chicken always cross the road well i've never seen a chicken cross the road i've seen a goose family walk across the road more times than i can count and i fucking hate those things i think we should be able to just hit them with your car okay i'm half tempted to put a fucking grill on my Toyota and just start decapitating those motherfuckers okay they were a protected species for so long now they're overpopulated and causing a fucking problem I fucking hate those things uh but the, but the people in New Zealand they don't have geese they have to deal with not Canadian geese they have to deal with these fuck crabs and this is how much of a problem it is and how much they don't want to interrupt the fucking New Zealand built bridges over their roadways that are exclusively for the crabs to go up and over their thing and the crabs use it why can't geese do that why aren't the geese figuring this out why aren't we building geese ramps so they stop fucking doing it oh i know why because they can fucking fly why don't they fly over the fucking thing oh because their babies haven't learned to fly yet tough shit why don't you toughen that kid up okay have them fly, learn to fly. That's what you got to do. You got to fly in between these fucking Audis and Beamers. 
Oh, in the in the rich part of West Des Moines, okay? You gotta get the fuck out of the way. New Zealand built fuck crab bridges. So these things we can bid to I just it, like they have fuck bridges. These crabs just go over the bridge and then they get they're on their merry way. Uh that's actually the greatest survival of the fittest thing. If you you should be allowed to drive over the crabs that are in the road, uh if they ha- are if there's ones using the bridge, you can run over the ones using in the road because those are the dumb fucking crabs. If you t- if then that way their genes get passed on to the, all, the, the crabs that use the bridge. And then you have more crabs that will use the bridge later because it'll be encoded in their DNA. I think this is a good strategy on their part. If you want to uh, breed the right <laughs> behavior into the crabs of New Zealand, you have to just start running over the ones that aren't following the rules. <laughs> oh, man. And that's what they do. Those fucking crabs go over the bridge. I just can't believe that the people of New Zealand put in infrastructure for these crabs. It's wild. It's wild to me. Good for them. Also, it's somebody's job when there's too many crabs on one street. They send out a guy with a push room, and he just fucking pushes, just fucking sweeps them off. Like, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Just sweeps them. How do you not get mobbed by a, like, I want one time. There's got to be at least one news story in New Zealand of, like, that, a, the street sweeper guy getting absolutely torn to pieces by these crabs. Like, just by the sheer numbers, if they get him down on the ground and start pinching him enough, he's fucking... He's not gonna survive, okay? They're gonna they're gonna get him. They're gonna eat his ass. <laughs> I got a city job, mom. I got the perfect job working for the city. We're sweeping crabs. We did it. We made it. And then you die before you get your pension. Ah, oh, the classic dying before you get your pension. He was two days from retirement from sweeping up fuck crabs. I don't know. I don't know what I'm even talking about anymore. But We've rambled on enough. Now I think it's time we get into uh, what I found this week, right, guys? Let's find out. This week I found something very special. Um, I started getting into magazines, you guys. That's right. I got into magazines again. And you can get into magazines, too. You don't even need subscriptions to them, guys. Yeah, you don't. You just need a local library card. And then you download the library app. And then you get free magazines. It's awesome. I've enjoyed this so much more. I'm not going to fucking Reddit anymore. I'm trying to stay off Instagram. This is the way. I'm just going to start killing time like I have always had in every dentist's office by flipping through a magazine. You can do that now for free. And you can look up any magazine. They have all sorts of fucking ones. It's great. And so this week, I found an awesome article. And, uh... Since I don't have like a web link like I normally do, uh, I'm just going to shout out the magazine. You can look it up and stuff. And y'all show the. And if you're watching the video version of the podcast, you'll see the the issue and all that stuff. So go to youtube.com, Comic Wade Taylor, what you'll search, and you can see this podcast. Um, but this week's article that I found from uh, this is in the um, this is in New Science Magazine. Um, it's from the week of October 21st through the 27th, uh, so the pretty recent issue. Um, and I found an article in there that I thought was really cool. Um, so we're going to go from that. And the article is, Two giant planets collide and vaporize in the distant star system. 
That's right, everybody. The Power Man 5000 song has finally been realized. <laughs> Power Man 5000 has been describing what worlds colliding looks like since the 2000s. For, since the 90s, I think, is when Power Man 5000 came out. Maybe when worlds collide. I remember that song very vividly. One of my favorite songs growing up. And now we have... We, we, they've seen it. They're, they're getting pictures or something of it. I don't know how they know, but we're going to find out how they figured out how planets are colliding. All right. A star system, 18,000 or 1800, I'm sorry, 1800 light years from our own may have been the scene of a cataclysmic collision as two giant planets crashed together. Uh, and there were, ignited leaving behind a glowing hot <laughs> a glowing hot donut <laughs> why like a, a glowing hot donut <laughs> listen everybody the universe is baking and it's coming up with donuts <laughs> galactic deli <laughs> God. It's galactic glaze, sir. The donuts are exploding with flavor. <laughs> Come on down to Galactic Donuts, where we're combining gas giants to make the most impossible flavors the galaxy's ever seen. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Um, if so, it is the first time we've had seen uh, planetary collisions and its aftermath as it happens. I like how they say if, and like they don't know. Everything is all theoretical with space. And at this point, sometimes, I don't. I believe space is real. I'm not on board with the people that space is fake movement, right? There is a giant, if you don't know what the space is fake movement is, good for you. You're not playing spending your time on the shitty parts of the internet that I do. <laughs> but basically, some people believe that there is no space. Um, but when I hear stuff like that sometimes, the way they're explaining this, I just go, hey, are you guys just hiring science fiction writers? <laughs> like, hey, we need something for uh, new science this week. Well, what do we got? Uh, we got? I wrote a piece about two planets colliding. I think that could be a fun one. Cool. I didn't even know two planets could actually legitimately com collide. I didn't know that. I thought that was only something that happened in Final Fantasy with the Sethroth's final move when he's trying to destroy Cloud in Final Fantasy IX. That's what I thought it was. Or seven. Final Fantasy seven. I apologize to the nerds. I got that wrong. You know what I'm saying. Continuing on here. In uh, 2000, uh, tw uh, 2021, astronomers spotted a strange event which a uh, sun-like star... Uh, Dubbed, I'm not even, <laughs> oh my god, dude. Why do they name things these way? Dubbed uh, as an SN21 to QJ. That is uh, the name of Elon Musk's next kid. <laughs> Dimmed by as much as 95%. So this basically the sun of this galaxy went out is what it sounds like. Um, with uh, when Matthew... Kentworth of uh, Linden University in the Netherlands and his colleagues looked at past observations of the star. They found that it had doubled in brightness three years before the dimming. So it blew up. Oh, sorry. Um, the cause of the brightening uh, and then dimming, they think, is two giant planets crashing uh, together with a resultant donut-shaped disk of heated dust and gas orbiting in place of the planets 
and obstructing our view of the star later years. Okay, so the spun didn't explode. It's just literally somehow these two planets collided and caused a whole like fog situation with just with all that. That's fucking wild. We went through the whole series of possible ideas, said Kentworth. The one that seems to fit all the data we have is that uh, the collision of the two giant uh, two ice planets. Oh man, they weren't even gas giants, dude. And I think the gas giants one makes sense because it would be like, oh, just two farts running into each other and blocking it out. But uh two ice giant planets, well, that makes sense. It's that uh, damn dude. That's so wild that there's just giant planets of ice floating out there. And I forget I don't remember anymore because I keep changing everything. But I can't remember what makes a planet a planet and not just that. Because, like, couldn't a planet just be a collection of ice then? Like, could it be a meteorite that just somehow caught a bunch of frozen stuff and then gets stuck and get put in an orbit? I don't understand how it works. Anyway, these guys get to make up the rules, so we're going to listen to their rules. Uh, it's the first time they have been. it has been seen. The two planets would uh, each have been in the phase of... Uh, wait, sorry. Two, the two planets would each have been perhaps dozens of times uh, Earth's mass uh, comparable to Neptune. And they would have orbited the star at a distance similar to Jupiter around our sun. On, as they smashed together, it would have been... Uh, Pulverized, totally reduced to molten muck. Molten muck. How could ice planets, by colliding into each other in space, unless they have an atmosphere, turn to molten? Because molten is lava rock. I don't know. Anyway, he's just saying it turned into gush. Um, says Kentworth, leaving behind a giant ball of silica vapor. Uh, much like the vapor that you breathe in and out of your lungs when you go to a head shop. Think of it this way. When two planets collide, it's like when uh, your one friend takes a rip off his fat dab pen and blows it out of his nose. That's what's happening when worlds collide. Uh, seven times wi as wide as our sun. Up close observation would have seen a bright red glowing collision, said Kentworth, with the rock... Uh, and debris being blasted out from the planet's solid core. Uh, a white height remnant uh, would have burned at the center of this ball, eventually forming into a tortoise-shaped ring uh, orbiting the star or with the scorching temperature of some 700,000 uh, Celsius. Or seven. 7,700 Celsius. Space doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Dude, 700 Celsius is so fucking hot. And then you're in space, but it's a vacuum and it's cold. And you're next to a thing and it's igniting. This is the other thing that's confusing to me. And I, maybe they could... I'm sure you just don't have the time in the article that they're given to explain it all. But he said this is the first time this has been seen then how do you know this is how it would have happened? Is it just all the physics based on what we know so far, I guess? It's got to be. Uh, this is leaving me with more questions than the answers. That is about half as hot as what 
would have been expected if the two planets were rock, leading to the researchers of uh, Sirmis uh, that the world were rich in water and vapor, making them ice giant planets like Neptune and Uranus. <laughs> Uranus is the giant ice. <laughs> it's filled with water vapor. Uranus. Um, the remains may ev eventually condus, uh, condense into a new planet uh, in a few thousand years. Hmm. Uh, how, how the event happened is unclear. The two planets may have been... Uh, in their orbit by a passing star or another planet before colliding, uh, releasing the eventual energy to an instant as the small star is burning for two years. Uh, we have a good evidence that the planetary collision due to obscure... Uh, is, uh, ah, God damn, if I could read here. We have good evidence that the planetary collision due to occur, says uh, John Marshall at the Academy of Slinton Institute of... Oh, my God. Why are they so long? Why do they need so many fucking words to say you work for an institute that studies the stars? Good God. Uh, for example, the moon is thought to be been created when Mars size object uh, called Thema smashed into Earth. Marshall, uh, however, is previously proposed that the dimming of the uh, Azinasan 21QJ, the star, uh, was due to the comet breaking apart into the system and not a planetary collision. Uh, we did not feel that there is enough mass to justify more than a small body involved, he said. Uh, Adrian Aduza of Rice University in Houston, Texas says, We don't fucking believe that those are stars. That's actually God fighting with Satan clear out into the ether. <laughs> no, he probably believes this. Is actually, he probably has a good thing to say here. Let me drink my coffee and I'll get back to it. Okay, sorry, sir. I was feeling I was speaking for you there for a second. Uh, super Earth and many Neptunes are super common close to other stars, so uh, giant impacts among them should also be super common. However, such events should become less frequent as the star system ages. Our solar system, it has, it is thought that is a tremulous period ended about. Uh, a million, a hundred million years ago, after the birth of our sun, which you know, but Kentworth and his colleagues believe that uh, as in ass, <laughs> as in ass, and twenty one QJ is three million years old. Uh, if that is correct, or three hundred million years old, sorry, if that is correct, it would show the uh, giant impact can happen later, says uh, Inzaizo. Well. That is pretty wild that it can happen later. See, I just wanted to read that. So now I don't feel like it matters so much. See, who gives a shit that the Niners and the Braves didn't win? Planets can come fucking collide into each other like a weird cosmic car wreck and just see ya. And there's nothing you can do about that. What the fuck can you do about a planet going into that? That's the crazy thing. Like, they're reserving this, right? And this is so many light years away. They're assuming it's an ice planet. Well, we don't even know if there was life on that planet. A whole entire civilization, poof, gone. Um, and we only know and that happened 
you know, however long ago, because I forget how it, the eight, well, let's say 1800 light years away. I forget how that works, but you know, it takes time for light to travel a distance. So for all we know, that is, uh, that's been, that's a civilization that's been gone for a long time because those planets collided and that can just happen. And that's what they said at the end of this article. Like for all we know, like, oh, we think this is this old and we think that that's that's old. And that means that, holy shit, it could happen again. And it could. So remember, hug your loved ones. Enjoy time, you know? And don't get so mad about the fucking Niners throwing two interceptions. <laughs> oh, man, wasn't that fun, you guys? You're going to get more magazine articles. That was from New Science. So um, definitely going to get more magazine articles lately. It's going to be a fun new uh, source of finding stuff here on Not Worth the Time. And that's great. And if you like this show, guys... Head over to PonyGame.com where you can find all sorts of cool shows that you love. Just like this one, not worth the time. And then Who Gives F? And then a bunch of our backlog uh, shows. We got The Empty Parlor. We have Things About Stuff. We have The Grove, Monster Jamboree. All sorts of cool podcasts up there that you can go back and listen to. They're great re-listens, I promise. So go over to PonyGame.com. Do that. And also, don't forget to go to the Punning Game Shop. Get yourself something cool there on the Pun and Game shop. T-shirts, hoodies, all representing your favorite shows here at punandgame.com. And don't forget to use promo code NWTPOD. That's NWTPOD, and that gets you free shipping at checkout, you guys. And then also, if you want to watch me struggle to read that article I just read to you and see me freak out and panic all the time, go to youtube.com and search Comic Wade Taylor and hit subscribe, like the videos, watch the video versions of the podcast, check out all my clips of my stand-up. I got a lot of stand-up I've been putting out there, guys, just trying to pump that out for people. I'm really uh, proud of my stand-up. Uh, check out my half-hour Wild Horses I have on there on YouTube, so check all that out. We really appreciate that. Um, guys, this has been not worth the time. I appreciate you guys listening and tuning in this week. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do.